everybody. Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power magazine. You're tuning in for the second of three portions of Volume 67 from December of 1994. We have Earthworm Jim 2. Is it 2? Part 2. Yeah. Uh, first Earthworm Jim, but there's Part 2 of their coverage on the cover. And if you missed the last episode, it was a crossover episode with gentlemen from Two Dudes in an NES, who were gracious enough, gracious enough to join us for a uh, co-hosted podcast. And we uh, went over Wario's Woods in great detail and also powered through uh, the mailbag. And that's about it. So we had the rest of the magazine to go through still. And we're picking it up at page eight with Demon's Crest. I am your host, Ben. With me, as always, is Mike. Hi. And John has rejoined us. <laughs> what up, jerks? <laughs> <laughs> I knew there's a reason we didn't invite him onto the family-friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? So it's two dudes and one NES. So like they they poop in an NES. Is that is that like? <laughs> and then and then and then swish it back. Have you have you ever watched that video? That video, by the way. <sighs> Who hasn't? Uh, I found it like. Not like the video that got passed around everyone. Like, no, I just found like the source video on a porn site once. Oh. And at that point, I was like, I am too deep into the internet. I have found like the source material for Two Chicks, One Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't see the shock video. You 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 stumbled upon the real deal. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's enough internet for one lifetime. <laughs> like, how did I end up at this place? Oh, I know exactly how I ended up there because I clicked on like. I was looking through all the categories on, on like Pornhub or something like that, and one of them was like disturbing or bizarre or something like that. And I'm like, oh, let's see what's in here. And I was like, oh god, I won't regret Risky this. Click. Risky click. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I can only you know get it up to videos of German chicks shitting all over each other. So. <laughs> Tell you what, Lovely. putting that in on on, on OK Cupid. That's tougher. It's like challenge mode. Yeah, I think you should say that for Craigslist. You have to be willing to shit on a beagle, or else I won't go out with you. <laughs> beagle? Why a beagle? Ah. Poor dog. I don't, I don't know. Dog don't deserve that. <laughs> That's horrible. That's what disturbs Ben. We found it. He's been, he's been a very bad dog. Oh. You shit on my chair, see how you like it. Snoopy poopy. All right. <laughs> Snoopy poopy. Snoopy <laughs> uh, poopy poop dog. <laughs> poop doggy dog. Poop doggy dog. <laughs> Diarrhea was the case that they gave me. <laughs> so, uh, get on no, your knees and just start it? juggling. He's this motherfucking dung in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm assuming we've lost all the regular two NES. But like, so those guys are playing through the NES guys at the uh, games at this point, or what's the uh, what's their spiel? The two dudes, yeah, they yeah. they just review uh, Nintendo games and just NES, NES game games, right? just NES, yeah. Hmm. And I think just like Wario, we ushered in the end of the, what they made. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was the end of so times. <laughs> I did put a disclaimer at the end of it, so any listeners that stayed on and were like, oh, I should check out this other podcast, they've been thoroughly warned. <laughs> All right. They came here at their, they came here at their own, uh, you know, 
Yeah, this is, this is not the podcast you listen to with your children. They like immediately to, regret this decision. Like me finding that vi- finding that video, they found this video like in the mm. bizarre section of, of iTunes. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, the unlisted portion. If you search for Nintendo, literally, you search for Nintendo Power, and our our, our podcast doesn't show up, even though it's like in in the title. <laughs> I blame know. I blame you for not making the right tags. I see. Google's got it. If you just search for Nintendo Power, ours is like right up there. Mm. Right after so like I blame, the, hmm? I blame iTunes then. Yes, I do too. All right, All let's right. dig into it. Demon's Crest. This is from. Uh, let's see here. This is from Capcom. Oh, by the way. Yeah. I've been playing that Pyre game this week. Oh, you bought that? Yeah, it's really fucking good. So if you're looking for something current to play, like highly, highly, highly recommend it. I'll wait for a uh, sale on that. That's from the guys that made Bastion and Transistor. Yep. And I like both so. those games. Yeah, I I mean, I bought it digitally so I couldn't share it. Well, I guess I could share play it with you. I don't know. Yeah, that's Man. weird. Yeah, whatever. We're all too lazy to figure that out anyway. Not, but no, anyway. I'll, I'll just wait till we're sale. I'm not that motivated. Have yeah, you, uh, it's really good, though. John, have you tried that? Uh, heard that a game Bendy and the Ink Machine? That sounds very indie. What is it? Is that from is the, it like, the bizarre is it like portion the, of Horn Punt Pornhub? <laughs> uh, no. Bendy in the English scene, is that like... Is that Does it like involve a, octopus? <laughs> is that is that like a game made in Splatoon? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like if Splatoon was like a dark horror genre, because it takes place in a uh, an abandoned cartoon studio that's been shut down for 30 years, and it's filled with all this artwork and posters of these uh, those old like Fleischer studio cartoons, you know, the, uh, the black and white characters with the pie-cut eyes, and... They're all dressed like farm, like farmers with suspenders and shit. Hmm. And as you uh, go through the level, you turn on this thing called the ink machine, and then the blots of ink just start coming out and attacking you, as well as the main character, who's a, a cute little cartoon devil. He is brought <laughs> back. He is brought to reality, and he is not so cute. Hmm. So it's like old '30s cartoon characters that uh, are trying to become real and enter our world. So it's like, who framed Roger Rabbit meets, like, Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I've been playing uh, something interesting. It's a uh, VR game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's called uh, Virtual Virtual Reality. <laughs> Is it just a picture of you sitting on a chair with a goofy mask on your head? <laughs> no, it's like, you can put on, like, virtual, like, VR displays, and it takes you to different, like, worlds and stuff. It's all very kind of meta where like AI has taken over like the world and like you as the human are supposed to do like jobs for a different AI and like the first AI you meet is like a giant stick of butter who okay. like gets off on you like putting pieces of toast on on its body yeah <laughs> spread me baby spread me there was that I am bread game did you ever play that game no that sounds boring but, uh, yeah, you're, you're literally a piece of toast. You have to like maneuver your way around a room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, games got weird all of a sudden. I don't know. Yeah. What. So virtual, <laughs> virtual reality. I haven't finished it yet, but it's kind of one of those things. Like I think like Portal, where you gotta try and escape and all that kind of stuff. Because mm. you start getting behind the facade of the VR world and into the managing area of, of the whole place. It's pretty cool. And then there's like everyone's gone to the rapture, which is just a game with no enemies and no goals, just you walking around an empty town. 
<laughs> Great job. Uh, so it's like what gone was home. That, <laughs> there was that Roy game, like in Rick and Morty. Do you remember that segment? Yeah, the the game where you live an entire life. Yeah, so like Rick takes Morty to like blips and chips, like it's basically like uh, space Chuck arcade. E. Cheese's yeah, space Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> and like he sits them down at this like video game machine, pops them on, and like you you virtually live out an entire life, like <laughs> so like sixty years of a guy who like works at a carpet store and like <laughs> gets cancer. He's like. He's like looking at Rick. Rick's looking at Morty. Like after he takes the helmet off, he's like, "Wow, you went back to the carpet store after you survived cancer." Like it's just <laughs> and like later on the episode, but it's funny. Like the the episode continues. It's only about two two and a half minutes or so of the, of the whole episode. And like later in the episode, Rick's like, or Morty's still having trouble like processing. That he's like, <laughs> I had children. Like, yeah. Yeah, like oh, I had children. I I went to my the, wife's funeral. Right. You know, that's, a, that's funny. Have you heard about the read about those stories about where people? I think it was like uh, it's, it's very rare to happen. But one guy he kind of like got knocked over on a off a skate, skateboard, mm. and in real life, you know, he was maybe in just out for five minutes. But in his oh head, yeah 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 I've heard he about spent this. a yes. whole lifetime uh, of another life, like where he got married, had children, and it took him like years. To get past it because he was so depressed that he had just suddenly lost, like, you know, his family and kids and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, like, Captain Even Picard. He'd been out for, he only been out for five, five minutes. <laughs> it was just That's absolutely crazy. wild. Yeah. You know? All right. Let's get back to it. So, Demon's Crest. Demon's Crest. This is the third. And they don't mention it here in the coverage for some reason. This is the. Uh, a third of the of the, like oh they mention it like Gargoyles Quest so yeah it's oh, the same game okay. Gargoyles Quest one Gargoyles Quest but two instead of Demon's Crest Quest they've used Crest <laughs> yeah I don't know why they're not keeping the numbers together it's kind of like uh, well or even the word <laughs> well it was Gargoyles Quest and then Demon's Crest right yeah yeah I don't know okay does yes. look like so were the other games on the NES or the other games on First Super game was for Game Boy. That's the one I made you play. Second game was NES. Third game is Super Nintendo. So and the, the second, first one on Super Nintendo. Yeah, the second game was the one that we covered on the taste test. Oh. They're pretty good games. It's a platformer uh, slash... There's some RPG elements in this one, it looks like. You fly around the world, right? As mm-hmm. In mode 7, looks like. As Firebrand. <laughs> That's the name of the demon you play as. <laughs> Kind of looks as, like also known as the Trump White House. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot yeah. fire everywhere. <laughs> Did you read that that Scaramucci uh, freaking New York Times New York Times article? New York Times. That was New York Post. Or New York, New York Post. Yeah, sorry, New York Post. That he gave, the interview that he gave to the guy at New York Post. Yeah, absolutely nuts. insane. Absolutely insane. But like, I don't even. Oh, I'm not gonna drop it. But like, oh my god, like. Apparently he also, by the way, so like that Boy Scout thing on Monday, Scaramucci yes. was there because they're transitioning him in. His wife was giving birth and he like stayed away in order to go to the Boy Scout thing with Trump instead. What an ass. He texted, his, he, wow. texted his, he texted his wife with, I'll pray for our child. Wow. <laughs> instead of being there for like, 
his oh, yeah. for his kid. That guy is wow. like going like, oh, Steve, oh, look, Steve Bannon, I'm not sucking my own dick. Which, you know, like, what did he walk in on? Right. <laughs> and and secondly, you know, well, and Steve, that's the sad thing. He's like torching his entire life and like Trump's going to throw him away in three months any, anyway, like everyone else. So. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, uh, like, I just like love those people that are just like, look, Republicans and Democrats, it's all just like we're all the same people. We just have like different opinions. We're just basically like, you know, we're all the same. And I'm like, yeah, remember that time when Bernie Sanders called Hillary Clinton a twat? That was great. <laughs> it, it, was, it was fun to see the Democrats are just as insane and unhinged as the Republicans are. Because they're just people and they're just the same. Well, they're not every... That doesn't represent all the Republicans, just like... Just the ones that get in front of a camera. No. no this White House is just especially nuts. Like, Trump's, Trump's barely a Republican. Hmm. Like, he just needed a ticket to go on, and it was either Democrat or Republican. There yeah, he like, hitched like, like his wagon. <laughs> there were, like, what, yeah. 16 candidates for president or something? Create Like, at least nine. Yeah, and he went nuts and just, like, got enough momentum behind himself. I don't know. It's just... Uh, Dude, yeah, he was not... He's not a traditional Republican. I just, yeah. He was Democrat until, like... Not yeah. that long ago, so... Yeah, there's, like, video clips of him saying, like, oh, Hillary's great, this, that, and the other... Before he started to run, before he went nuts. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, speaking of Trump, Demon's Quest. All yeah. right. <laughs> <sighs> what else do we have here? Like, how do you like? Is there dungeons that you get through, or like, it looks like a side scroller? Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's a side scrolling overhead map. So it's <coughs> okay. It's not a dungeon thing, even though Demon is in the name. Mm-hmm. And then. Is there anything special about any of the bosses or anything? Well, Arma basically looks like a giant eagle harpy thing, which looks kind of cool. It's like a mm. bit, like an angel, like an angelic gargoyle. Did anybody play this? No, I haven't played the Super Nintendo one. No, mm. I like the. I know we uh, did great prep. <laughs> what? We did great prep. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was busy playing Wario's Woods, which was a great investment of my time. <laughs> Good and, investment of all five minutes of my time. Yeah. Then there's a, a boss here called Skeletal Remains, which he's on top of a bone pile, so it's great to see. It's really hard to tell where he begins sometimes. But it looks pretty darn awesome. All in all, this game looks extremely interesting. Yeah. This this game is one of those, I think, hidden gems. I don't think you ever hear about the series enough. Um, I heard a lot about the Game Boy game just because it came out so early in the system. Systems life life cycle, but I didn't know that they had came out with a sequel for Nintendo, much less that they came out with another game for the Super NES. And I know my parents at the time would never let me buy a game <laughs> that had the word "demon" on the yeah. front of it with the picture. Knowing of your guy. knowing your mom, that was not happening. No, it's not. <laughs> I honestly, I I think it was a mistake to, for them to do that too. You know, mm. I think if they had stuck with the gargoyles, they might have gotten probably gotten more more sales. Right. It's I don't like. I'll be honest. I'm not a big mode seven map guy. I like mode seven in games, mm-hmm. but I don't like it when it's like part of navigating the overworld. Oh, so you don't like it when you're trying to land on a very specific spot from, right. let's say, a, a plane or um, parachute. Hmm. Well, in that case, in pilot wings, it's kind of fun. But 
I'm talking about. I know what you're going at there. <laughs> and screw you. I guess I don't see what the difference is. Well, no, I, I. It's not the precision thing. I just don't like the aesthetics of trying to like nav it. Like when the ov- when the over map is all mm-hmm. mode seven. I just I'm not that big on it. I don't know. It's fine. It's, it's, but one, it's, it's one. It's I'm, yeah. I mean, you're, I'm with you. It's okay. It's just like of all the like the tricks and stuff that they use for Super Nintendo games. Like that is one of the things that I'm like less enthusiastic about. It's well. It's just a mechanism to get from one place to another. And at that point, it's like really, you're just gonna throw me in the mode seven thing where I go search it out. I can't just like move the cursor over, <laughs> right? You know, to the place and just zap myself there and just watch the sequence happen at least. You know, or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, Demon's Crest for Super Nintendo. Looks great. Great. Good coverage here of the levels. Uh, interesting artwork. And uh, from Capcom, platformer. Looks awesome. Look forward to putting it on the eventual taste test, which Let's we move on. will yeah. get to eventually. Next, Earthworm Jim. Our favorite analyt assassin, Earthworm Jim. Analyt? <laughs> yeah, it's the Latin term for worm. Invalid. Well, invalid. <laughs> you know they usually just call those butt plugs. <laughs> Did you see that someone made a uh, a fidget spinner butt plug? Oh, oh, wow! <laughs> That'll oh, help my. with the autism. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now there's something you know what to do with. Sit on it brings a new meaning to sit on it and spin. <laughs> yeah, like the drug dogs at the airport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All uh, right. So Earthworm Jim, uh, they're going through more level coverage here. So let's mainly just talk about the enemies here, which are which are great. Uh, well, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah. So what? Well, one, it's got it's like the artwork is all hand drawn, like colored pencil, mm-hmm. like promo artwork it looks great yeah that's from yeah, the looks- original art by Doug Tenaple I think is his name I don't know but I do like this like they've done like everybody that worked on the game they have like a digitized picture of them like on page 17 here it's pretty cool and for some reason there's a picture of Aladdin punching an apple into someone's head and that's what? on Page. So page 17. Where are you looking here? It says Earthworm Jim. Oh, yeah. There's an Aladdin screenshot here. Oh, yes. Okay. Duh. I'm like it's really confused. The top. I was looking at the bottom, like scanning oh. these tiny like, yeah. like pictures. Is that like, mm. is that a mistake? No, it's the same crew that did Aladdin also did this game. Mm. Oh, okay. And the other insert has them basically doing the Bohemian Rhapsody opening scene. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's really cool. I like that they they that did that. Cool. <laughs> I see a little silhouette of a worm. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the shiny code? It uh, basically is the main debug menu, apparently. So it's, it gives you in-game Game Genie, basically. So it lets you do four things. You can use cheat mode and never take a hit. The start level lets you go to any stage of the game you want. Freeze ability lets you pause the game without the screen going dark. And map view mode lets you see the entire level you enter before you begin playing. So, yeah, it's basically effectively a debug mode. Nice. That's handy to have. Yeah, shit. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> Just like so, yeah, if, you, uh, if, you, if you're looking to play Earthworm Jim 2 or whatever the hell this is, part, volume 2, go uh, to page 17 <laughs> of issue 67. You got a debug code. It's Earthworm Jim oh, yeah. 1, just the second part of the coverage. Oh! That yeah. makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, level 5, he's got to fight uh, Professor Monkey for a head. <laughs> which is uh, an amazing concept and even more amazing in execution. Yeah, because it's like, basically they're conjoined monkey and scientist, mm-hmm. but like, they're conjoined at the neck. So like, the monkey is looking upwards, like arm, legs, tail, everything like, attached to He looks like an insect head. specimen that's been pinned to a board. Yeah, and then like the the professor's skull is like fused with the monkey skull. So when he looks forward, he's looking like the top of the monkey skull, and the mm-hmm. monkey's just like facing. I don't know. It's bizarre. They're, kind of, they're joined at the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> they are joined at the eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> it's freaking perfect. Yeah. Earthworm Jim is just a very like oddball game. Mm-hmm. Like it's probably, I mean, it's it's probably the weirdest of all these. The biggest problem I like, have with Professor Monkey Forehead is that the buttons are on the legs of his jacket instead of at the top. It's not. It's for decoration. Yeah, don't worry so much about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, this game is really bizarre, but in a good way. Is the way I would like. Talk about mm-hmm. it, I guess. The controls are kind of mush, though. Is the problem? Like all the humor and stuff is really good, but like the like the actual control you have over Jim is not that great. Right. So the next stage is really kind of interesting from a play control perspective. So you have to walk after a character is a is a called Peter Puppy, which mm-hmm. is sort of a pink, uh, you know, innocent looking cartoon puppy, and. Okay. Um, but when you anger the puppy, he turns into this big hulking monster, which you can see at the bottom yeah. of the illustration. Wow. So you have, to, you have to do that at certain points in the level to get past different things. Okay. So he basically so. turns into a Tasmanian devil. Yeah, basically. Kind of. Then he'll hmm. kind of like so between uh, Tasmanian Devil and the Max, I would say. <laughs> so it's like an, it's like an, ex, an escort level, but like... With a Depending use- on what you do to the <laughs> escort, the escort goes like absolutely haywire at certain yeah. times. It's with a u- okay. it's an escort mission with an actually useful escort. You get a whip well, the escort. But I think you kind of have to like turn the escort into an adversary, like right. I mean, he's not on your side when he becomes the monster. Right, exactly. So that's an interesting <laughs> dynamic there. It is. It's a hard level. I don't. This is the <laughs> one I couldn't get. Uh, actually, I did get. In, uh, past this one time, but it's it's okay. not easy to get past it. And then the next mm. stage is called Buttville, <laughs> or yeah. Mike's what what Mike calls Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget the name of this boss here on the left. Um, Psycho. Thank you, Psycho. He's like the standard uh, Earthworm Jim villain. Mm-hmm. And then we have the queen on the right here, and they just kind of tease the last levels of the game, of course. So you see uh, Psycho, and then you see the bloated, bloated queen. Uh, queen, queen, what's her name? Something for a butt. Yeah, queen slug, slug for, for a butt. queen slug for a butt. 
Yeah, it's like for a butt. They don't mention that here in the coverage, but that's her name. <laughs> They'll say buttville, but they won't say clean sl- sl- slug for a butt for some reason. And you look at the bottom page, and you can see like one, th- one half of this entire page twenty-three is her butt. I mean, she's a <laughs> massive termite egg-laying machine. Hmm. Hmm. All right, that's Earthworm Jim. Next game is Zero the Kamikaze Squirrel. Oh my god, and he's actually Japanese. It's a really and he's sh- flying and he's flying a plane. It's a that really is short game. So f- oh my god. First level you Try win. Try to bomb Zahaba. <laughs> First level you win. That was German, not n- Japanese, by the way. Yeah, Pearl Harbor had nothing to do with the Germans. <laughs> what? You totally just did a German voice, not a... No, it was imitating the South Park when they do Uchi Pokemon. When she's, oh. like, instructing, Try to bomb the harbor. <laughs> I choose you, Shu. I can't do it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, hero. I got Shu. <laughs> oh, my God. We see Zero the Hero, and then the other insert basically has, like, Darth Clown in silhouette. Darth Clown. Oh, oh yeah. Look where it says bad guy. If that's not an <laughs> evil clown. Oh, it totally is. It's like a dark, gotta, it's like dark clown, the villainous overlord. <laughs> I gotta read this telegram here. Urgent. Okay. Zero. The evil lumberjack, Jacques Lachitz, is chopping <laughs> down stony forest to print paper honey from money. stolen plates. Oh, money from stolen plates. He has my father. <laughs> Please return home at once. Love, Amy. You have to stop the counterfeit honey ring. Let's, let's it's really just corn syrup. Let's break this down a little bit. Evil lumberjack, Jacques Lachitz. Jack Lachitz. And that's the clown? I guess. Maybe. Oh, my God. So he's an evil lumberjack clown emperor. I love this guy already. Hmm. <laughs> He's chopping down sheets in the forest to make paper. His aim is to make to print counterfeit money. Oh, what an interesting, uh, interesting story. So we've got a design of the uh, squirrel here. Who's oh my angry. god! He's the nephew of that uh, grumpy gray squirrel from Animaniacs. You know the one that says "spew." Really? How do you know this? No, remember Animaniacs? It had that grumpy old squirrel. No, no, the, uh, no. I, I, I get what you're saying. Are you just? Are you? Is this your theory? Or you no, he have, looks like, just like him. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. I'll take your word for it. You don't yeah, know, I know who you're maniacs? talking about. I know who you're talking about. Okay. I just didn't know if you were saying like he is actually connected to that character. No, he just looks question. exactly like okay. the nephew of Sloppy Squirrel. Oh my god! All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it says zero is the nemesis of Arrow Acro the Acrobat. <laughs> Yeah, because that, that, he does look at, um, connected to that game. Yeah, the it's art styles are pretty similar. So it's the Gargoyle's so. quest of this, of Sunsoft. Apparently. <laughs> Except not good. Um, yeah. So he's How got- many of these, like, off, like, platformer... I mean, this it seems that Super Nintendo is just, like, crammed full of these. I don't know. We've got to talk about the rising sun around his forehead, though. Yeah. He's wearing the freaking Japanese flag around his head. Right. Basically. Didn't it? Though, the old, like, 
pre world like the World War Two Japanese with with the Rising Sun, not just the yeah. The Japanese abandoned the Rising Sun after the end of the, uh, mm. of, the of well, they didn't abandon it; they were forced to yeah uh, yeah. So as part of the treaty, he's a, this is a pre World War Two game. Either no. that or he's <laughs> either that or he's one of those like holdouts <laughs> that still like wears yeah. the General Lee logo on everything, like the South or he's like again. one of those. Like, there were Japanese soldiers that were left on Pacific Islands that, like, they found 20 years later that thought the war was still going because they hadn't, like... <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, shit, I'm, you don't yeah. know that? They found, no. like, squads of soldiers. They even found, like, one guy who was, like, 40 years holding out on an island for the Japanese. <laughs> His general had to show up and relieve him of duty before he believed anything. Oh, my God. His commanding me? officer, who, was who like, was still alive, wow. had to show up and tell him, like, yeah, it, the war's over. You can go home now. Wow, that is. Though sad. I still, I still stand by my theory that India and Japan should sh- should trade flags now. Land, that one landed with Mike apparently. Uh, I have to go. I'm like googling what does the Indian flag look like. It's the, no, no, the that, point that's, of the Japanese flag. Hmm. The fact. The point oh, is the Japanese flag. Oh, I get it. Because <laughs> um, of the bindi. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. The bindi right. Irwin. <laughs> Crikey! All right. <laughs> so they're just going through level coverage here. They don't. Even, they don't even mention bosses or anything. Uh, it's yet another. Um, Sunsoft animated char- mascot character platformer delivered to you in 1994 and uh, yeah I didn't like uh, I've played the, the uh, Ac- Acro the Acrobat and I really hated the, the gameplay mechanics in it it was just kind of sloppy uh, well hopefully this one subverts it because now you're playing with the villain's controls but uh, yeah. what gets me is why they threw the John Wayne reference in here. Why is he playing an Indian chief in there? <laughs> no, he doesn't play Genghis Khan, unfortunately. But Uh-oh. when you see okay. the cliffs, you'll see like the the throwing stars that say like "dive mini boss," but number three says "shootest." Mm. Okay. And that was John Wayne's I, last movie. I don't think that's a reference. It's a reference Wayne. I did not know. How, what, when else, Mr. When John else Wayne you, fan. When else have you heard the term shootist? Oh, that guy's an ex- that guy's never an before shootist. in my life. Never. Yeah, I don't no. I just I don't think what else could it refer to but that movie? <laughs> Fine. Find the person who wrote the article. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, John Wayne plays a retired gunfighter who's uh going after one last job. More importantly, would you His watch job? Por- can't see. Would you watch a porno starring Bindi Irwin if the if the guy was dressed like a crocodile? <laughs> no, it had to be a stingray. <laughs> no, <laughs> I need to see, I need yeah, to see if, the bar going in. If Bindi was getting in. like tag teamed by a stingray and a crocodile, I would totally watch <laughs> oh that. Oh my god! I want to see the bob going in. <laughs> call call him arbitration. The, call him the stingray. <laughs> oh, that's dark. All right. I'd watch Let's it. Let's move on to something a little more lighthearted. Yes, comic Star Wars. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Super Star Wars Return of the Jedi. 
Oh, hold on. You said there was no bosses. In the mountain tunnels, there's a Saved by the Bell reference because the boss of the volcano is called Screech. Oh. Glad we got that I one love out the, of the I love these, like, these false, um, you know, correlations that you find. I enjoy that. <laughs> anyway. All right. Should we move on? Sure. Yeah. All right. Super Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Never heard Very of it. good. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I fucking loved it. It was a great game. Dude, this is great. You can play as Leia in I, the Slave Leia outfit. You get to choke I only want to play as Wicket. Just just give me Wicket the entire time. That's all I want. <laughs> you can play Knock as Wicket. <laughs> mm-hmm. like I wonder if you get to choke out Jabba as Leia. Let's look in and see if we can. So you start off as uh, Princess Leia in her disguise, so in the Bounty Hunter disguise. Then you end up in the dance floor in Jabba's palace. And I can't tell who... You rescue me, Han, so you're still in the Bounty suit. And uh, then you play as, it looks like, Chewbacca inside the jail cell, which yeah. I don't remember from the movie. And uh, oh. Han Solo fighting the Rancor. Remember that? Because he was not frozen in carbonate at the time. <laughs> Spank the Rancor. <laughs> yeah. And then you play as Boba Fett as you navigate the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, so Leia. May as well. Gets, yeah, so Leia gets to shoot Jabba. I would have preferred if you have to like maneuver no, around him and then grab a chain and then just choke that fucker out. Mm-hmm. It'd be more realistic if like the Leia minigame was like snorting rails of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Too soon? Okay. Too soon. Well, this is awesome, though. They I love skip- the fact that when they found her autopsy, they basically they found the Keith Moon cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what's in her blood? Well, the shorter list is what's not in her blood. <laughs> and he's like, yep, that's what I expected. <laughs> that's that's about right. All right. So then they this, this part of the game is awesome. So it puts it over to Andor. The forest of Endor's moon, and you are racing the speeder bikes. What's the joke? Like she's higher than giraffe balls. <laughs> what? What? Higher than and than giraffe balls. I heard like, that part. Yes. Okay, anyway. So you'll be flying down a canyon of trees and the Imperial Biker's chasing you and dueling with you. Watch for trees in the path ahead and the horizontal logs that can knock you off your speeder. Ah, so. the Travis Good minigame. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to drop a Sonny Bono reference. <laughs> yeah, mine was much more specific to Ben, but all right. Every time you crash into a tree, it plays like a somber version of I Got You, Babe. <laughs> like, there's that, like, Tarzan song, like, Sonny, Sonny, Sonny of the Bono, watch out for that tree. <laughs> oh, too soon. Oh. Okay, then you finally join in with this part. You get to play as Wicked. Taking Hooray. down a, uh, what seems to be like E.T. on a speeder bike. <coughs> it says bike bloopers. A number of regular Imperial troopers show up at the end of the stage, but the robot biker is the guardian. Uh, yeah. Luckily for Wicked, the Manel Morado has the intelligence of a coat rack. <laughs> <laughs> so they're saying that the AI is, is flawed, is what they're yeah. saying. Yeah. So he looks like a regular Terminator on a speed bike, but when he flashes orange, then he looks like E.T., but, you know, like a taller oh, athletic version. Hmm. So now, I don't 
I don't know if this is in order or not, but they're showing us maps now of the deserts of Tatooine. Yeah, it's just like long maps to let you know where the power-ups are. Okay. And then shows the danger ahead where Luke faces off against Vader. Finally, mm. something from the movie. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> you get to play as Leia on Forest of Endor. And that it shows sense. you interesting maps of the of the Ewok village. And apparently you also get to go through the reactor of the Death Star. So I wonder if you get to hear that uh, that racist Japanese knockoff pilot going, yub dub, jibba jibba ba What? Wow, really? your interpretations of things are really bizarre. Really, have you not seen like in Japanese logo they always have like in like they always have those guys with like the egg-shaped faces and like the really droopy eyes? That's exactly what that Nian Nub guy looks like. Wow. That like, sounds super racist, whatever that means. Well, excuse me for appreciating Japanese art. Hmm. You're excused. I guess I'm the only woke person on this podcast. Yep, that's right. Okay, let's move on to the halfway the only park Japanese video, The only Japanese videos I watch have tentacles in them. <laughs> well, that's right, because Two Girls was uh, Brazilian, right? Yeah. <laughs> by the way, how does the planning for that shoot go down, by the way? Okay, you just go like, out the street and you find two girls that are addicted to as many drugs as possible, and you say, "I'll give you more drugs if you like shit in a cup and like pass it back and forth between your mouth, but and like, puke on it." What gives you the idea to have that have that idea in the first place, though? You're like, "Yep," because like people are this fucked up it. and they'll be like, "I want a video with two girls pooping in a cup," <laughs> and and I can't find I it, know. so I'm gonna make it myself. Exactly. What do you think their diet was? <laughs> it looked like a lot of milkshakes. Because it looked <laughs> smoothie it looked, territory. Yeah, yeah. It looked out. It was very like soft serve consistency. Mm. <laughs> do you think that's what it so, was in the beginning? Like they basically got like someone went to Wendy's, got a whole bunch of Frosties, <laughs> enema, <laughs> enema the girls, and just thought, okay, whichever one can drop first, we're gonna roll the cameras and. I mean, they're, I mean, that's the only way I could justify them eating it afterwards. It's just like it's mostly like food. I don't know. The part that always like I can't handle more than just the start of it is when they throw up on top of it and start eating the puke covered shit. Oh, I couldn't. Even, I can't believe it made it that far. Ugh. So the best part about the reaction videos is like the music. It's right, because they're like, oh, it's like such a nice like. Or played like nice music, you know, like the introduction to like. It's like it's from police, a seventies you know? love. It's like from a seventies love story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then oh, you're right. Then all of a sudden, like, it's like, you know, there's poop and vomit. Ugh, well, it's gross. And like the video they have online, like that everybody saw. It starts off with like two topless girls. So like, oh, like this would be interesting. And then like, yeah. oh, oh god, like that's like, the, like the screen sh- screen grab, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it's so- and then and then it's soft serve central, and they're like, oh, what? <laughs> right. Okay, let's move on to the halfway mark here. We've got the fold out poster for X Men Mutant Mutant Apocalypse, which I don't remember at all. Yeah, this no. does not sound familiar to me. Like, it looks like they're just... It's an awesome-looking poster, though. Yeah, they're tearing each other apart. All right, so this says it was made by Capcom. How have I not played this? 
<laughs> so who's on? We got, we've got like Wolverine at the base. And this is an awesome poster, by the way. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. Like if you like mid '90s X Men, like you should be all over this. Oh yeah, it looks like it looks like Wolverine's been turned into a vampire. Yeah, kind of. He's got like, and and he's got like blood orange, or not blood orange, but like orange yellow eyes going on. I don't know. There's he, beasts. He's drooling. There's with like pointy fang, like pointy fangs, yeah. not teeth, fangs. So he's been vampirized. Right. <sighs> okay. Yes. All right. And then Psylocke. Um, and yeah, Psylocke looks awesome. Gambit. <laughs> you've got uh, Juggernaut. Cyclops is like shooting his his laser beam like vertically, like splitting the top of the the poster. And we've got Magneto. And who's on the right? I have no idea. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. It's apocalypse. Right. And then yeah. I don't know who this guy in the middle is on the on the right. Oh, I've seen, I recognize him. No, on the right. I recognize him. He um, is um oh Havoc. Gosh. No, he's a bad guy. <laughs> oh um, gosh, it's killing me. I'll think of it. Who's who's on Beast? Who's who's Master Blastered on Beast? I don't know. I thought it's, that was like a, a thing attached to his hair. It's like Modoc. If he was on yeah. his chair. Yeah. And then there's like right above Wolverine's head, there's another villain, I think. By Beast Foot. Yep, totally don't recognize the guy. That could be random. <laughs> that's his that's his <laughs> mutant name, random. He shows up, no one knows who he is, and then he goes away. There is a guy named Random. He was in uh, X Factor. I don't think that's him though, looking at him now. Oh my god, it looks like Psylocke is choking out like a frogman from G.I. Joe. Like he wandered into the wrong comic. Just like, wait a second, this isn't Cobra Command. Yeah, thirteen-year-old me always appreciated the way they drew Psylocke. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, you only see a piece of her right now, though. Yeah. But oh my god, like some of those Psylocke panels were just amazing. Oh. Yeah. Oh god. Oh yes. All <laughs> right. Very nice. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap up uh, this this portion of the podcast. We'll pick up the last portion a little bit later. In the <laughs> the week, last portion, you know, like last two thirds, we're gonna have like probably four parts on this bad boy. But <laughs> Gosh, well, whatever, that's all good. We spent better part of an hour talking about one game, so <laughs> it was kind of hard to move on. You want to cover like a couple more? I could do that. I don't know. All right, we can do a couple more. All right. Next game is Uni Racers. It's a unicycle game. Next? <laughs> Unicycle <laughs> Unicycles. They're so lame they couldn't even draw a rider for mm. them. Yeah. Harvey Mudd Kinda, called. Yeah, bizarre. They bizarre want, in that sense. Harvey Mudd called they want their unicycles back. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> mm, get him. Mm-mm-mm. It's kind of like Lion Rider is what it looks like. I would say it would be like a game it obviously like colorized <laughs> the funniest thing is split screen action if you could find a friend <laughs> if, is that what it says who's also into unicycles oh what the fuck uh, well, I don't think they're just I, running out of ideas at this point I think it's more like a puzzle like line racing game more than unicycles being the the, the big part of it. Selling oh my god. It. I'm looking yeah. at lean play and for some reason they got a frog in the middle because they threw a frog into a unicycle. Like is is he supposed to be there like I'm expecting him to be wearing a top hat going, Hello my baby, hello my honey <laughs> Yeah. 
Mammy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's basically a line riding unicycle game. <laughs> I mean, there's not much else to say about this game. You know, you know, if Carrie Fisher was a guest on the show, she'd tell us about better lines that she's come across. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love how they oh, talk at be- the beginning about the graphics in this game. Each racer has been fully rendered using advanced computer modeling, modeling technology, giving them an incredible 3D look. To put a, as well to put a seat on as the, the human-like animation. <laughs> what human-like animation? It's a freaking unicycle. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, they really got to bust out those raster graphics to give us a, a wheel with a seat. Oh, this is in their defense. It is a pretty good looking. Like I've actually played this at some point. It's a it's a decent looking game, but I mean, I don't know if I would like trump the the graphics as like a major. <laughs> I don't no, know. Every there, there are some really cool twisty bits where, like the like the three D cycle, like rotates itself around the track, mm-hmm. like spinning around the tube, so to speak. I don't know. I feel like they could have done that with a with a car or something, a little more interesting. To look yeah, at. you know the the idea is like that it's a wheel racing along the track. Like that aspect of it actually does work. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, next I, game has great graphics and a plot called The Great Circus Mystery, starring Mickey and Minnie. <laughs> Very good. Look at Mike trying to move on. This is like a first, yeah. I think. We get to see Mickey yeah. and Minnie dressed up as cowboys riding stick horses being chased by the weasel from Who Framed mm. Roger Rabbit. Who can now juggle fire? This has been huh. interesting. This has been published by Sony. Sony Electronic yeah. Publishing Company made yeah, this no game. Capcom, which is odd. And at the bottom, we see Mickey Mania. So we're going to get two games covered at the same time. Basically, oh, okay. they're doing their own crossover as, like we did. What's with, like, is it, it's not Pluto. It's like one of the other Mickey dogs. Like, Which page? He's taking it, in, taking it in the cornhole on page 43. <laughs> oh, that's Pluto. But it looks like if Pluto, if Pluto was drawn yeah. by Ren and Stimpy. Not goofy, right. Mm. Yeah, Pluto, like was on, if Pluto was on Ren and Stimpy. There you go. It's, that's that classic look when like someone's dentures come out and then you realize right. the dog has it in their mouth the whole time. Oh yeah, like <laughs> someone held a bone out for him to bite and then pulled mm-hmm. it away like gave it the Charlie Brown football treatment. <laughs> yeah, chomp. So what do we have going on here? I remember I played one of these games. It would be the bottom one because it looks fucking amazing. We could yeah, see the bottom Mickey one is interesting. meeting Steamboat Yeah, Willie. I think I rented it at some point for my sister because she like was trying to play some games and... I'm like, oh, there's a Mickey game. I should get this. Yeah, we get to see Mickey it, going through all of his previous yeah. cartoons, and it looks simply beautiful. Right, the Steamboat Willie stages are really cool. Mm-hmm. I've played them before. I know where I played this. This is one of the games my dent, my dentist had, my orthodontist had when I was growing up. Like he had the Super Nintendo like in the lobby, and while you're waiting, and it's like one of the games that they would have in there sometimes was this Mickey Mania. And you start off on the Steamboat Willie. It looks really good. It, it, they did a good job with it. It feels very Mickey. feels very cool. And, like, yeah, highly, highly recommend this one. And then the top game is a follow-up to... And I, I'm drawing a blank about the name of the game. Maybe at the Fire Hose. Mickey's Magical Quest. Thank you. It looks like a... a um, who wants to, to drink from the fire hose? <laughs> yeah. So the Great Circus Mystery looks like a follow-up to that game uh, in in terms of the graphics and gameplay. 
you get different outfits <laughs> on. Uh, even some of them are the same. He's got like a jungle outfit, looks like, with a with a yeah. hook that he can climb up stuff. He's like he's like an explorer, Mickey. Yeah, safari suit is what they call it. But yeah, it's like mm-hmm. explorer Mickey. Goes into a haunted house. He's wearing cowboy outfit for some reason. Yeah, so you can lasso things. It's pretty cool. There is it. There's some some um, coverage in here that goes into like what they did to make these games. Like the Disney animators gave mm-hmm. Sony and Capcom, I guess, mm-hmm. or whoever was involved with this, like hand drawn images to like render into the game. So like Disney was involved heavily with these, obviously. So yeah. Well, you can. It has it like it feels a lot like. I mean, it looks right. You know what? Like when you have like licensed stuff that's kind of like, uh, like I don't know how much they were into that. Like, no, they put some resources, some heavy yep. resources behind this. Fifteen thousand so. original drawings for Mickey Mania. Man, mm-hmm. and it says here like if you played Capcom's first Super NES Mickey game, The Magical Quest, you'll be pleased and disappointed. Pleased to know everything works the same way, but possibly disappointed by the challenge. So it looks mm. great, but basically my nephews could beat it. You know yeah, what? they're not hard games, but they're well done. You Sorry, know what's then. nice about the Great Circus Mystery is you can actually play it two players simultaneous. One person could be Mickey, mm. one person could be Minnie. That's good for especially if you have like a kid brother or you know you're playing. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty five years later with your young son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I could bring my nephews over. They could they they could enjoy this. Yeah, these are both so, looks like solid games. I would imagine that the yeah. Capcom one plays slightly better than the Sony one. Yeah, okay. I think they're actually both Sony. Looking at this, yeah, I, don't, I think Sony did both. I was wrong. Really? So sorry. Yeah, they both Sony, Sony did both of these. Mm-hmm. But they look like Capcom made. So good for them. Yeah, it look. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I think we'll do this one last game and, and close up the half. Okay. Is that all right? Yes. What the hell is Tin Star? It's a Super Scope game of some sort. Is this like cartoon? Was this a cartoon? Tin Star? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. I'll look it up while you guys are talking. It's like a RoboCop if uh, he was uh, super childish and back in the Old West. Yeah, this is this definitely <laughs> looks like one of those early 90s Saturday morning cartoons. Okay, I, I love. I cannot the... imagine them making this for no reason. <laughs> okay, look at the. There's a wagon behind him, and it's being towed by a what appears to be an inflatable horse that you might see like in a pool somewhere. I <laughs> love it. So, Sorry, there's a. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. an inflatable <laughs> rocking horse. Yeah, that's. Nice. Um, apparently there was a Henry Fonda movie from 1957 with the name. But definitely not a cyborg. It was just like a western. Hmm. And so no there's cartoon? also a BBC series that's being developed for this year. <laughs> Crime drama set in a mountain town overrun by migrant oil workers. So I don't see anything about a cyborg. Interesting. So this is a original for Looks um, like it. Super NES. And it's purely a yeah. Super Scope game? I don't know if it's purely, um, but they have a thing the about Super Scope. Uh, it says you can also use a regular controller and a Super NES mouse. So, but it is a shooter. Um, so you either use the cursor or you use the Super Scope, basically. Hmm. And um, it's got a nice story along with it. You 
and you have to each each day is a level. Manic Monday, Terrible Tuesday, Wild Wednesday, Tragic Thursday. It's got a very um, like cartoony shooter art style to it. Mm-hmm. So not very realistic at all. Like nobody has, like skin. Like they're all robots, I guess. So they have like bodies that are not skin toned. Yeah, it kind so of reminds like, me of uh, Point Blank. You ever play those games? Yeah, Point Blank. But like, if it was a cartoony wild western. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, this is Westworld if it was made for five year olds. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'd watch that. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Howdy, gang. Right. Where's the hooker bot? Oh, she's been taken in for repairs. <laughs> she got too full of spunk. <laughs> and now she's self-aware and slicing folks <laughs> back in the lab. Oh, There's just too much sperm inside of her. We had to scrape it out. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, how many, how many nuts were in those, like, hooker bots? Um, That's what I want to know. Which like, ones? What do they do with it? The hooker bots in Westworld. I don't know. Don't they just like? Oh, you mean like every night? Yeah. Well, I don't. Do they like go in like and like scrape thing. out? The, the, or is it like, is it like a jizz, a get, jizz bag or something? No, <laughs> they get sent down to the the lab or whatever. Only when they die. I thought it was every time. Jizzed in. No, they, no. They, no, they mentioned like, something about nightly maintenance in one yeah. episode for the hooker bots. Oh, so they just they just go on site then. So the guys in the so suits like, go on site with a the vacuum. They just, they just send Mike's mom with a straw? They just, I don't know, like, what are they... <laughs> no, they go over there with a shop vac, and they're just like, you know, no, they get use it out. Like, no, they use, like, a pressure hose to, like, blast it out, and then, like, it just, like, pours out, and then they're done. <laughs> it's like an internal car wash. Yeah, they gotta bleach it out, you know, for the next customer in line. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just put a Mento in there and... To, <laughs> put a Mento in there. Definitely not a Jolly Rancher after that one story. <laughs> Oh, oh man, takes me back. To, that takes me back to like my first job ever. Was when uh, you were when you were scraping jizz off stuff. No, <laughs> he was, was a jizz wrangler. I was working at <laughs> gross. No, I was working at a, a Comp USA mm. um, back when that was a thing. And I remember that the techs in the back would always like they were so. Uh, um, morally corrupt they would just steal whatever videos and photos you had on your, on your computer if you brought your computer in right and music of course and like they had a video that they were all laughing about and so like I went back to see what it was and it was like a it was a parody of a Mentos commercial oh no oh, it was like this huh was it Puntos <laughs> no it was like this dude like <laughs> eating a chick out and he's like see his face and he's like Ugh. yeah that's and that then, and then he like pops a Mentos like yeah, out of the package flicks. and it flings it right into it. <laughs> yeah. And he goes back in, there's a big smile on his face. Yeah, and at the end it says Puntos, the fresh maker. Is that mm. you actually know what it is? Uh, I never yeah, I've never I've seen, seen it that since. video about five or six hundred times. This was when the internet first came out and I'm just like, wait a second, there's nudity on the internet? <laughs> Puntos is is Spanish for pussy, by the way, so <laughs> Yeah, that's the only time I've ever seen that, and it stuck with me. Fresh goes better with life, with Mentos fresh and full of life. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and cut this right. uh, cut this portion off of the knees here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning yep. in and listening. Uh, I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Power.
Nintendo Entertainment System. Now, 